Sweet tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, but we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy to bring you new sweet tarts gummies fruity splits. A uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart, but entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet tarts, dare to combine. Working moms have way too many to-dos. Switch to H&R Block and have an expert do your taxes for you. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. And with your no-surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even meet with a tax pro in a Block office or online from home. So take a breath, moms. This tax season is better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com forward slash guarantees. Forever Dog Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate, hosted by three guys who are about to totally blow out their voices talking like this <laughs> for an hour straight. Uh, it's, not, it's not an easy one to do. Uh, I'll be suffering the rest of the day. Uh, my name is Mike Carlson, and I love to I love to talk like this and warn kids about drugs. Jason Sheridan. Hey, this is Jason Sheridan encouraging you all to buy timers for your lamps that go on at 5 p.m. and go off I like at this. about 2 a.m. I like this different McGruff. <laughs> this is, yeah. Hey there, what's up? I'm McGruff. Hey, it's McGruff. Uh, so we are today talking about, I don't want to declare this the best episode we've ever done, but it might be. At least I'm very, very excited solid about it. It's a shot. It's a solid shot at it. Uh, it's barely tied into theme parks. Uh, it's just there's a costume well, there's a character. character. Yeah. I think maybe what we're finding is that the one a month of the Patreon is like sort of adjacent, uh, uh, which I think is fine. Look, yes. yeah, it's a costume character and it's it's very uh, silly. It's yes. definitely the theme park spirit and silliness. So it's justified in, in my mind. Yeah. And we, we have talked before about sometimes uh, when you look at the world, it seems like everything is theme parks. And yes. Everything is theme parks and everything is wrestling, I've found. It's all the yeah. same. Politics is wrestling and everything else is theme parks. So that's basically all the a world is. That's my That's a little philosophy from me. That's your read. Patton Oswalt yeah. spaceship horseman yes what is it i don't remember but i know ninja, what you're talking about yeah i don't yeah. remember ninja pirate horseman is his book correct <laughs> yes i yes. got it yeah it's uh, horseman if you read the um you know i've talked before uh, jason Wollner got me into this blue loop website which is sort of like a trade magazine for not just theme parks but themed and experiential and entertainment in general and it's it's the main things they report on are theme parks and then museums because museums are starting to do a lot more you know uh uh interactive stuff or themed sort of stuff mm -hmm. uh, and then they get, I, there was an article where I was like, all right, I got to stop reading this because the made up terms are making me mad. But experiential shopping of like <laughs> getting people back into malls with like, how can we gamify the mall? <laughs> or like, just kind of what the void is about a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, and there's, I, well, I don't know what else is an, is an example of that, but I did go into a Disney store and there was some like, 
interactive uh, uh, augmented reality thing involving like last jedi that you played in the store yeah i think stuff like that or instagram op like backdrops and oh, then yeah, like yeah. even still hanging on from like eight years ago q you know scan this qr code like God, yeah. Yeah, like that was uh, huh? yeah and of course uh indoor hurricane machines that's long before that's that's oh, experiential yeah. uh, shopping uh, or whatever the term was we'll we'll get to our episode about indoor hurricane machines yeah we'll experience all of them i assume we'll travel cross country and find the best one and rank them sure <laughs> i think so yeah find the difference between the manufacturers yeah this one like this one's the a better hur- hurricane experience but right. the upkeep uh, is suffering a little and i think the font is better on the uh, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the hurricane saga <laughs> the indoor hurricane saga oh no uh yeah it's what we're doing it um so we have as i was just about to say before we start recording there is too much material so today's episode is specifically about not just mcgruff it is about mcgruff's uh music career <laughs> and okay um, and i was like i wasn't totally sure about the rules myself because i know nothing i'm not prepared to talk no, about mcgruff in general right no we're not not you and the reason i know about this because we were walking the three of us were walking to eat lunch after recording and there's a police station around here and i believe you said there's a full mcgruff suit you told me that <laughs> yeah there's a full mcgruff suit if you look through the window in and the i went police oh. in the lobby of the police uh, station and i was like holy shit and then you're like do you know there's a mcgruff album and i went what are you t- what <laughs> and then i went home immediately looked it up and i've been obsessed with it for like eight months yeah you you bit even harder than i did i i poked around a little bit but but my i mean i bit i bit harder <laughs> <laughs> bit like i was biting a cat in half <laughs> they're putting me down tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I'm rabid. <laughs> I'm a menace to society. Um, I, no what, priest, no funeral. <laughs> unmarked grave. <laughs> so, what I my my takeaway? I did not dive as deep as you, but my takeaway right away was, um, y- you know, something like this is 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 catnip for me. Ironically, mm-hmm. catnip. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like a good bad album. I always have. Uh, or you know a silly why does this exist album but my in poking around initially the all, the songs better than they have a right to be the songs, I think that's what's compelling here that is what's compelling and the thing it's not just oh haha this is funny it's an anti-drug album or by the way two albums yeah there's two full and also there's some of it i will ask the the listeners to find the rest for me because they're not all archived on youtube so there for sure is at least a part two lurking somewhere mm-hmm. because all the songs have not been heard by us yet. Are you talking about, okay, the the, the first one uh, of which I know I'm, I'm more familiar with is McGruff's Smart Kids album. Yes, M- McGruff's Smart Kids 1986 mm-hmm. uh, was released. Yes, and that's the one that I listened to the first for the, when you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a different album I discovered from 1991, which came out exclusively at Burger King. Uh, and it's called McGruff Cares for You. <laughs> well, now that sounds like it could be like an like Delilah would play. Like that's like it would be soft rock hits. Like let well, McGruff there's a take lot of soft of rock on both of these albums. Yeah, yeah, so. and a lot of that's like really up my musical alley. And one that um, I didn't know till yesterday 
that I threw on with uh, with my wife Erin, and the beginning made us go ooh, like it's the it is like the kind of thing we would just listen to anyway. I was regardless. it on Smart Smart Kids? Yes, I it's, think it might be the song Smart Kids. I think I know exactly what you're talking because I was just listening to them again before you got here, and I that one started. And I went, I think that's it's like a the sax, very, like a lot of sax in the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, that's what I think yeah, I know what you're talking it's about. Very. Uh, uh, I have this whole, Darren and I have both gotten into, this is going to sound really contrived, but we have both gotten into Kenny G. Mm, and that's really? Yeah, yeah. Because some early Kenny G, pretty good. He's got ties to legit early 80s instrumental funk with this guy Kashif, who's super respected. He like... Uh, uh, Kenny G played on some stuff that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I encourage people to look up a video called "Hi, How You Doing." It <laughs> is a fucking blast. It is not. I get what's lame about him in the '90s, mm-hmm. but he came out of some pretty cool stuff. I'm not kidding. There's good Kenny I G out it. there, and this thing, th- yeah, this thing reminded me of the of the Kenny G that I like. Yeah, there's a lot of my first thought is, and this is not really equivalent, but like. If you were just hearing Rod Stewart in the last 10 years, you'd go, oh, God, this is just sure. lame, old, standard crap. But like yeah. he or was in the cool. Ni- in the 90s. In the 90s, he yeah, was, yeah. He was sort of a like over the hill. Raspy voice. Perhaps the most prominent raspy voiced singer besides McGruff. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, <laughs> Me uh, and Rod were recording together. <laughs> <laughs> we blew our voices out like <laughs> Lennon and Nilsson. But now it just gives us character. <laughs> the urban legends about either of us aren't true. <laughs> <laughs> that McGraw was a little bit of a pirate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yarg. Uh, so, <laughs> Kenny G. I, I believe. Now. <laughs> I'll listen to old Kenny G. I don't know. I'll, I'll make it. I'll try to uh, whittle down what I consider the, the good Kenny the G. The essential G. Yeah. Uh, G was a G. So. We'll do a quick little, in case you don't know McGruff. Yeah. McGruff the Crime Dog. If you're a young listener, perhaps you're not so familiar with him. He's a giant dog in a trench coat who would appear on commercials and in other various media and tell you not to do drugs, tell you watch out for strangers. Uh, I primarily know him from commercials. I think I don't. Th- there was there were specials. There's a Drew Barrymore special that he's on. Oh, that's right. Uh, which we'll talk. I'm sure another time. We don't have time for that. Um, but he has some other interesting media ventures that that exist. And he's uh, he alternates between being a cartoon character and being a suited yes character. Uh, on the McGruff Smart Kids album, it's got this wonderfully plain cover of him as a suited character, mm-hmm. just like leaning up against some fake you, brick. You know what it looks like, Jason? This one? Sorry, I can't turn this on. Oh, it's a very yeah. like Sesame Street yeah. set. I think it's a really pleasant, like pretty cheap photo, but it like really sets the tone right and creates the character for this album a cheap photo for like fully produced songs because that's the that's the thing that gets me they made two albums and and one in the late 80s the other in 91 did you say was that's, the yeah Burger that's what one? it says and doing anything with media i feel like before 
but at least windows media player if it, before pro tool was so much work it's so much labor to do to record songs for like mm-hmm. cheapy throwaway like and this you know th- these are very synth laden but synths are harder to do back yeah. then and there's some real instruments i was just complimenting the saxophone work there's a lot of great saxophone yeah. work yeah, there's a on lot the first one yeah so it, this is not some like yo you'll hear you'll Let's hear build it. up the quality of this music as much <laughs> as we can no no but you're absolutely right like it's like I don't, it, it's it's legitimately produced music it's I, not chintzy midi yeah stuff. uh i couldn't find i cannot find credits no that i tried i looked at all music all the places you go to find out who what session players played on things and yeah. it's like i don't think it exists the tape is on discogs.com which is the best source of who played on what Right. It is on there, which is like a collector site that also gives you like a worth of an album. And I think the worth of this is because it's only on cassette. I think the worth is literally one cent. Mm. Uh, although it seems to be hard to find. And all yeah. the YouTube comments are very, can I, Can somebody send me this? Uh, here's my email. People just give their email address right. in the comments. Wow. Please just get me this album. Yeah. But the YouTube gets the job done unless you really need to be listening to this. On a cassette Like player. when you're out and about. Like, like, do you, Walkman. Like, do you feel, uh, Mike, you're more into this than anybody. Are you, do you feel like you want, you need these on your mobile device? Do you, are you ever driving around and like, God, I wish I could play the, I have played it from the YouTube in my car. Sure. Uh huh. So that's, that's all I need. That really the job done. It, it eats data, but I did rip this though for this purpose, just oh, so great. it wouldn't we be can, uh, tied to the internet. We're not sitting through an ad. Yes, or we've anything. Done the, we've you, the Patreon listeners, we've done you the service of yeah. not making you uh, listen to a Verizon ad. <laughs> Blue Chew uh, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that all right. Yeah, you'll listen to other ads. Uh, yeah, not not here. Oh, though. not on I'm this. Not, not on this feed. No, I just yeah. feel like that's been the pre-roll I've gotten on YouTube a lot recently. If it's like get- a little. If we get a Blue Chew sponsorship, you are exclusively going to read the ads. Oh, that's fine. I'm going <laughs> to test the product. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's Blue Chew again? Uh, <laughs> it's generic Viagra and Cialis and stuff. <laughs> what does generic mean? Like, uh, uh, like it's not. It's not. Um, it's what's the term for pharmaceutical? You mean over the counter? Uh, no, you? it's just not name brand. It's like oh, it, well, but Blue Chew is a name brand. Uh, but mm. I, they're just providing like we're they, gonna have to look into this. Oh, they don't make the they get pills from elsewhere and yeah, send them to you. They get erection like, pills and they send it to you without the hassle. Of, it's generic. It's like if you're just buying like the up and up brand loretidine instead of Claritin. Okay. But, but they, they don't ever why is this this is we don't have time for this but why <laughs> why is why would they have a branding like blue chew because the generic drugs generally are just named the real drug uh yeah well i think they're i think they're just the mid they're the middle so blue man. chew is a company that finds that, the generic viagra and gives it to you the, and the gives pill it to you're you. taking is not blue chew i think they also do like a digital consultation because you still need a script for a lot and of the consultation is just do you get erections? No. Are you horny? All right. Are you horny? Yes, I try to be. <laughs> well, this will help you. If uh, you're going to take erection medicine, make sure you trust the source. <laughs> Don't eat anything generic. Uh, make you sure know. your digital doctor knows what he's doing. I'm giving Blue Chew testaments of like, uh, it works if you're alone, too. Uh, <laughs> so, my, so My boner is like two feet because I'm a big dog. <laughs> my fuzzy boner. <laughs> 
Uh, Giant, the biggest lipstick you ever seen. I guess it's not fuzzy because if it's a dog, it's the yeah. All right, you get it. Uh, so puts it puts Edwin to shame. Sorry, yeah, Edwin. and Edwin, by the way, has a large penis, and I'm not saying that to be funny. It happened. It came out once, and we were shocked. Whoa, he is a tiny dog. I we were like ah, oh my god. Like it was shocking for him to be like a 15 pound dog. Did you trip on it? That's how <laughs> it, you found out. It wasn't out it's that like long. A movie trip. It just, it did. It was like a horror movie though when it emerged. <laughs> uh, anyway, so sorry to, to trash up the podcast with this talk. Back to false dogs. So Jack, Jack Kyle real quick is the guy who created McGruff and okay. he just died uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago. And he was like in his nineties and I, he had his obituary in the New York Times, and I'm looking through some of it, and he was talking about McGruff, because he loved McGruff. He was an advertising guy, and he felt this was a good, thick character, mm-hmm. and would teach kids, and he really believed in it. Major he, figure at the ad agency. He's like one of the top people at this gigantic ad agency, and then like as this ends up with this whole other career... And then like six years later, he does an album, which is also because McGruff debuts in 1980. Oh, that long ago. So then he does six years later. He's like, I'm going to make an album, (laughs) which also when we do the McGruff voice, we're doing a more fully formed McGruff because on the album, you'll hear his voice. You know, it's a lot like Steven Tyler doing Dream On. You know, he doesn't quite sound like the Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. You'll recognize later. Mm -hmm. Dream On, his voice is not as scratchy, not as doesn't have the years on it. So you'll hear McGruff smart kids. He's still kind of talking like this versus like this. Do we even know that it's him? We is don't, it but I guy? think it. this article leads me to believe he never didn't do the voice. Wow. So okay. I, I, as far as I know. Um, and I, but McGruff not originally, though, used in anti-drug campaigns. But like from what I was reading, he, he was originally like, lock your doors. Keep yes. your lights on to deter burglars. Well, there's a, I don't have a queued up. But there's a very famous, very famous commercial uh, or PSA where he's talking about like fake movers stealing stuff from people's houses. Great. <laughs> Whoa. Where it's like, look, there's the Johnsons. They're moving. Except they're not. <laughs> Make sure you know if you're like, there's like a fake, like, I don't know if that was a real thing in the 70s or the 80s where people would fake, bring fake movers in and then loot someone's house. If a cop shows up at your door before you go on a trip to Paris, make sure that he's not actually a crook. Check to make sure he doesn't have a silver tooth that shines when he smiles at you. If you're in a courtroom and the flag has golden fringe on it, the the validity of the judge is in question. <laughs> so, <laughs> John Burke, there's too Society much. McGraw. There's too much. All right, let me. I will now. I had this queued up, and then I was thinking I won't play it, but I will play this. So, oh wait, no, no, God, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, Mr. Kyle said about McGruff. I just like this quote. He wasn't vicious, not tremendously smart, maybe, but he had, but he was no wimp either. He was a father figure, or possibly an uncle figure. <laughs> just an uncle in a trench coat, uh, looking right, out so, for. <laughs> just a dog uncle. <laughs> so he, a couple of years ago, maybe or maybe a year ago, we were looking through McGruff stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's after the Smart Kids album, whatever the timeline. He was doing this till he died. Like he was doing McGruff. And we found this commercial 30 seconds long that 
is hilarious. It looks like it was shot on a phone, maybe. I don't know who paid for this, but it's on McGruff's official YouTube channel. So kind of a latter day. It's not, it's uh, January 18th, 2017. Wow. Because wow. McGruff has certainly like been now licensed for like Geico commercials. And I think the estate or whatever, just like he can... I think if we paid for McGruff, we could get him, I think. To come in here and be a guest on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. I think we would have to voice him, maybe, but like it Not would be about legally. he's just going to like, I want to talk about the teacups. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite attraction. I get a kick out of them. So real quick here, I'm going to play this commercial because it's so funny. Happy birthday, When you're saving those once-in-a-lifetime memories, why try to save a few bucks on a counterfeit battery? Because unlike us, you can't just rewind and start over. Genuine batteries are a safer option, and you can count on their performance. So you won't miss those special moments. Here comes McGruff. Get real. Protect yourself. Buy from legitimate sources. (laughs) Oh. And that's obviously his voice because he sounds like he's dying. It's a real man. It was in his 90s. Legitimate sources. Battery. Like, who paid for that? He does sound like a real, like, on the way out dog. Yeah. So we were like, oh, my God. That's like his last. That went one of his last performances as McGruff. So he was still doing it. What a micro issue. I know. Batteries. We were like, what is that? What is that? I have to say, I, I was recently at a 99 cent store and just without looking grabbed like a four pack of oh, double you're A's. Part of the problem. And I I I it lasted uh, a set of double A batteries last about a month and I was like what the what the hell like an electric toothbrush and I was like what the fuck happened and I looked well, and I was like wait why do these not say alkaline? Why do these say like aluminum <laughs> I I was like what the oh. fuck are these non-alkaline batteries? Because I just remember any Game Boys uh, or Game Gears growing up, they're like only alkaline batteries. And we're like, where would you find non-alkaline? And then every now and then you do see double or triple A non-alkaline batteries. And uh, street ruffians who sell them (laughs) to you in the back alley. Don't get the, make sure it's a copper top, not a bronze top. <laughs> Counterfeit batteries. But these were brand. They were Panasonic branded, also, though, like shit batteries. That's yeah. the weird thing. Also, sometimes those the, the ninety nine cent store they're like close to expiring as well. Yeah. So that that also kicks you on the ass. Which is funny because it is always recognized. It's like Sony, Sony Maxwell House. Like it's. But then you're like, wait, when have I ever had Sony batteries? Unless it came with the TV, you mm-hmm. know? Oh yeah, they aren't. Yes, it's a name you trust, but not for batteries. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's yeah, the 99 cents are too like you have to like vitamins will be like three months away from expiring or something. So you, right. you got to watch out. You know, <laughs> don't what? eat expired vitamins. It's it's good for like the limited edition uh, cereals where it's like oh, yeah, oh, yeah, orange yeah. creamsicle golden grams or something where yes. they just God. have so many. I, do, I got something. <laughs> where am I going to find the I know they're not going to be around forever. I mean, you the don't orange don't. creamsicle golden. <laughs> Is that what I got? Didn't I buy something? like that up in Santa we were at we were in Santa Barbara and I was buying peanut M&M's but I found some crazy Captain Crunch or something. You found a weird Captain Crunch, and you did buy it. And I did buy yeah. it. Uh, anyway, we have we are twenty minutes in. We have to. We have forty five minutes m- worth of music to play. We, start, but we don't need to play the no, full. We, we won't. But I just want to make sure. 
we'll see. We'll that's, see if we get to all of it. It's a scalable amount, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Because also the problem with smart kids too is like I'm like, okay, what what tracks can we skip? And then I keep playing each track and I go, oh, we can't skip that. Can't skip we can't skip that. We can't track. skip that. Okay. All right. So uh, McGruff Smart Kids 1986. Uh, it starts with a song that a lot of people might know because mm-hmm. this was used in the commercials and the PSAs. And there's a famous, very famous commercial of McGruff playing cartoon McGruff playing a piano on someone's lawn, which mm-hmm. is this song. So I'm you keep sh- asserting the very famous. Very that, famous. I don't think I know any of these. <laughs> uh, did you have the McGruff commercial out here though, where he would say "Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two and take a bite out of crime. It sounds that that has like a meter that's familiar. To he me. goes, he goes, Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six five two. Wow, I, I certainly don't know what that was. That's that's like a real five eight eight two three hundred empire. But someone pointed out online that is just a city and a zip code. Like there's no PO box or address or anything you're just sending it to a city but like they all right i'll they play this for you scott to see up. if you recognize this i know we don't have time for this but whatever here's my nephew scruff I'm about to run into trouble again hey bobo where's your video game in here oh look at this oh again you pull the gun out <laughs> you'll see but that's not the only problem he has i haven't thought about scruff hey, in a while here's a shortcut not down there square I don't think it's safe. Come on, the coast is clear. I'm not taking a chance, Lance. Scruff is a Whoa. fucking Whoa. idiot. Well, hello, dog face. Come to give That's us his nephew, though, so he wasn't yeah. actually raising him. What are you going to do now? Why is an uncle? I hope this dad never had kids of my own. You find out what you can do about bullies, drugs, and guns. Am I the hero again? You'll see. And you'll see lots of games. Cool. For your free copy of my new comic activity book, Brights, Crop, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. See, the, the singing voice came out there. He hadn't released an album in seven years, but, but he, he was, still had it. He had the hankering. So a couple of things with that. One, I never realized that if you wrote to that, you were writing to the nephew. Uh, that you weren't writing to McGruff, you were writing to Scruff, Scruff McGruff, the right. nephew. The other thing, to reiterate from earlier, that is a fully 2D animated advertisement. The, mm-hmm. And not like <laughs> pre-Flash, pre when you could just grind out there was cheap money. animation. There was money. Money was coming in. I think money from was... the ad council. Yeah, the government was paying for a lot of the McGruff yeah. stuff. So oh, I wonder right. if the government funded his sessions. Well, and I think the <laughs> networks and affiliates would donate the airtime. They could write off right. using those ads and filling slots when they needed to. Right. So this thing went for six months, like Brian Wilson doing good vibrations, <laughs> studio after studio. <laughs> we got to get it right. We got to record in uh, Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe ain't right. The salty air is going to help uh, get Molly out of the saxophone uh, makes sense losing my mind <laughs> it's the government's time who cares <laughs> uncle sam is paying for rock and roll <laughs> all right we got to do this all right all right mcgruff smart kids 1986 starts with a song that we all know famous song <laughs> very 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 famous, famous song very famous. winners don't use okay McGruff here. I want you to learn a song that tells people to say no to drugs. Users are losers, and losers are users. So don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. <laughs> Winners 
drugs don't use and users don't win so don't use drugs don't use drugs all right that's the gist like that's all we need from that one sure. uh what is somebody pointed out on a youtube comment calling a drug user a loser perhaps not great for no. their self-esteem hmm because like it's a problem and you know it's hard to overcome it kind if of a you're... misunderstanding of addiction yeah sober up loser <laughs> <laughs> that song very much in the same family as mr belvedere and the and the vlasic uh pickle song oh <laughs> the, the, this is a close relative of leon redbone right yes I think in yeah. general ragtime piani and kind of what's like that vibe like when I have Blossom in my head blocking the Mr. Belvedere, but uh-huh. uh, why can't I think the Mr. Belvedere? What a failure on my part. I can't think of it either. I, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a single episode of Mr. Belvedere. Never met her before. Leon Redbone, clearly an aesthetic inspiration for... Yeah, when you told me the songs were good on this album, and I think I think you may have hinted like what type of songs were, but I was maybe mm-hmm. thinking more along those lines. So yeah, this who song, cares about that? I don't care about that. I don't care about it either. It's fine, but I don't care. It doesn't. I wouldn't. We wouldn't be doing this episode if all the songs were in that vein. Absolutely. Yeah. So right off the gate, there's a song called "No, No, No." Okay. Is, and does that? prevent there from being a later song called just say no no Certainly not. no 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 <laughs> no 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 uh, here we go this is called no 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 It's great. It's already great right out the gate. It's great. Uh, that's a sta- that's stadium rock. Yeah. Stadium rock. He 
I want to know so much about this. Like, did he, did he think it's like kind of fun that he's singing and he's not a great singer, but that's sort of the charm of it. Cause I think that's the, the great. I think it's kind of fun that he's like a bad singer and he's doing a voice of well, a dog. But it seems like he's singing and trying his best at singing. And then every 20 seconds he remembers like, Oh, I got to still be McGruff. Uh, I'll gravel it a little for this word. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. And he wasn't, he was still a man of in his forties or fifties, forties, uh, I think at this time. So, so an odd person to be doing music that like I was I've been trying to think of analogs for a lot of it. I think that one has sort of a early Madonna thing. Yes, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. The beginning yeah. before it brightens up when it's a little minor sad at the beginning. It kind of reminds me of Papa Don't Preach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the chorus is also sort of in a Madonna vein. But with this yeah, this is a guy this is a fifty year old man doing <laughs> like eighties uh, teen pop. It is probably then closer to uh Papa only wants what's best for you. The Danny Aiello response oh, song yes. to Papa Don't Preach. Oh, that was lost in my brain. I'm so glad you brought oh, it back. Yeah. Papa just wants what's best for you. Because Danny Aiello is in the music video, but then was like upset by how it turned turned out and felt mm-hmm. like he'd betrayed his uh his his uh, catholic or christian values or whatever so he needed to like read address right uh, yeah and you know guys like that are the best papas you know <laughs> they're the most warm giving emotionally intelligent <laughs> sort of yeah what's the that's like the uh it's a similar character to andrew dice clay in star is born yeah, that, that kind of papa. Oh, well, that he actually was very supportive. I oh, thought, that's true. but a little misguided. But uh, like, he's around all these jackass, uh, yeah, uh, uh, buddies. Uh, I, I, by the way, I said earlier, like I like when the chi- when I said the children's choir. In this case, I was thinking because it's clearly supposed to sound like kids singing. Singing, but it is in kids. A, mm-hmm. In a larger picture, I like when musicians bring out the local. Uh, choir the local orchestra like because that's a big deal for like the local people like sure, that's a huge yeah, yeah. deal for them that kind of happened with the rolling stones at old cella mm-hmm. like we got the you can't always get what you want with a choir yes I, I think yeah. i'm questioning kids choir specifically oh. because the, the big thing holding me back from really liking this album too much kids oh less okay. kids and i'm i'm way more in i don't think well, i realize that when that's, we I do what i'm after yeah. when we if it was McGruff performing and I do think you'd have to have a kid's choir. I think that's probably a part of it. When the idea that I just had in my head, when we perform this album front to back somewhere, uh, we can do it with a different choir, like adult choir or maybe with no choir at all. We'll see. We'll do, it depends. Mm. Um, but we, we need to do it with the singer of fun guesting on the <laughs> soaring Nate Ruiz. Yeah. Well, there'll be a whole set of guest stars doing each song. <laughs> It'll be a sort of tri- a tribute album with a lot of different singers. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to the next song, Marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this is the real... I don't want to downplay side two, but this is one of those records where like, oh my God, this is all killer. No, fil- this yes. side A is all hits. Side A is all hits, but then side B, there's a lot of sleepers on there and there's a lot of good stuff yeah. too. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Side A is just like, oof, it's like... Uh, I'm trying to think of what's just a great, you know, um, I was going to say <laughs> enema of the state. Uh, and that's not a good example. <laughs> this is exactly uh, like enema right. of the all state. All right, here we go. Marijuana. Never cry. Marijuana, don't try it at all. It's a lie. It's like beating your head on a wall. We're all pan 
miming. It's not accurate. We want to say Jason's mad, though, because he loves marijuana. Way to fall. I mean, it's, it's great, right? <laughs> just ripping a solo. I picked it up late, but uh, <laughs> I can play with it, the greats. Got it used. Guy didn't know what he had on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> that so, one, that that to me gives me a little shade of like uh, uh, Bon Jovi's Runaway. That, yes. That very like fast. There's a, the next one is a Bon Jovi. The next one is my thing, my favorite on the whole album. And it also reminds me of like living on a prayer. The baseline is a very living on a prayer <laughs> style baseline. Uh, calling to mind, but, but not in a rip off way. None of them are clear rip offs of anything. Right. They're all just like, I don't know. He's like exploring influences. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's taking genre what hopper. any artist does and just all take all his inspiration and make it into something new because if i try to do a bon jovi song it's not gonna sound like them because it's run through the filter of mcgruff <laughs> uh bring my own thing to it uh, marijuana though is the only is the one specifically because they, they were still pushing the gateway drug thing with marijuana so that's jason i just want to explain that you know you right, know yeah. that so don't yeah. get so mad at mcgruff is what i'm saying well he was he had the best of intentions is what he's I mean. just worried you're gonna move on to inhalants or cocaine and crack right or worse alcohol <laughs> right Uh oh he ran out of marijuana i guess he's got to go to his backup crack <laughs> <laughs> well as scott you might not have known scott was just listing the names of the next few songs oh. on the album yeah. <laughs> yes that's where we're headed yep. so yep, this yep, is yep. my i think my favorite so just one class a to b so, like all the class substances uh, it, it literally ending with alcohol this one may have slipped to number two but for a while this was by far number one for me on the album inhalants yep the yep. song is called inhalants we have to play most of it let's just get right to it great wait wait shit <laughs> I, i'm queuing up i want to scramble your brain yeah, here we go. never mind take two so this is like living on a prayer or billy jean or yeah, something yeah, baseline Jean. a little bit of a rockwell yeah. I always feel like But like I think you could see if you go back you could it could work for Billy Jean or it could work for like Cause inhalants kill 
I think this is the best use of the kids. They're, they're kind of a counterpoint. Yes. Learn a lesson uh, so true. Just, I, we gotta do another one, because it's too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him saying inhalants. Break you in two. Inhalants. Yeah, break you in two. What does that mean? Inhalants really can kill. You'll be suffering pain. They will damage your brain. Cause it's really insane. Cause inhalants kill. Oh, and he talks, he talks here, too. Just because something is safe to use one way doesn't mean it's safe to use another way. Cleaners, sprays, and other household chemicals can become deadly poisons when inhaled. Don't ever try it. Just say no to inhalants. <laughs> Most of the songs have the spoken word. Yeah, yeah. So, so he does, like, it's like a Springsteen rap or, like, you know, in the middle of a song. Like, exactly. Yeah. Something I, like that. The, the inhale. So... The inhalants one was, this is one you've definitely, we were you've driving somewhere before. and you pulled up the YouTube video. <laughs> I think I also kind of have a memory of you sitting on your couch here at one point. You picked up like, you were noodling on a guitar or oh, a I keyboard know. and you were like, that's a bass line to inhalants. <laughs> oh, well, I was playing you the bass line inhalants earlier today on my guitar, but oh, uh, yeah. but, I, but before I learned it on the, piano, on the keyboard as well. Uh, I also um, had a very Jason thought as I was listening to that, which is, well, I don't think I've ever done inhalants unless I inadvertently did a whip it while shooting whipped cream into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental inhalants Accidental. are still inhalants. There's so many cans of it around the holiday season with all the pies around. <laughs> whipped cream is great and it's fine to enjoy on its own, but make sure you don't do it right out of the can. Maybe do it into a spoon and then consume it that way. <laughs> You're leaving <laughs> germs behind for anybody else using it. Well, if you keep it far enough away. Make sure the whipped cream can is clean. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're using a solo can of whipped cream, which in Jason's case, I imagine is true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stick to Cool Whip. <laughs> no long-term side effects from that thing, mostly made of uh, <laughs> excess tire rubber. <laughs> Unless you hit your teeth with the spoon. <laughs> Oh, McGruff. Uh, we yeah, should get rights it, to McGruff. Inhalants is a real jam. And also, but yeah, what a strange flow. This, I think the what we're finding is, while we really like all of the songs, I think there is a way to order this and have it build and have it be more of a the wall type right. uh, a situation that kind of tells a story because we've now bounced from marijuana, pretty tame, to sprays, household cleaners. Yeah. It's I, way, and then we're going to get harder and then w- go way backwards. Yes. Yeah. Rubber um, cement. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. The next song is cocaine and crack. Group together. Y'all get y'all. I, y'all have to share a song. Yeah, sorry. So yeah. Sorry. But here we go. <laughs> the happiest song is about crack. And crack and cocaine to get high. That's what you say you love. <laughs> you say you love. It's really this one's to address you to a user. What yeah, right. Are you thinking of? Because nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And sooner or later, you're burning your brain. 
making a mess of your mind. <laughs> this one I get, I get kind of like a manic Monday. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like, you know, a little bit of sixties by way of eighties. Yeah, I'm not sure. This one's a tougher genre to, to figure out, but I really like it. Whatever. I feel like there's one or two moments where I was like, this almost sounds like an indie rock song. <laughs> like, Somebody pointed out, and I don't think it's wrong, that this whole thing sounds like an Ariel Pink album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that little synth solo, this odd noodly. <laughs> yeah, like it's a lot of genres. It's kind of a little lo-fi in its production, but like it's very kind of cool and groovy. And like, I bet if you slowed it all down 20%, it would sound exactly like Ariel Pink. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try that for the next McGruff. Do you think anyone uh, working behind the scenes on this album was like, oh, I got to hit a deadline on this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get some coke. <laughs> <laughs> if McGruff was doing coke to finish the album, I mean, no one's written about McGruff's drug problem, but it's possible. Well, and there's there what there isn't is a song about LSD, uh, also <laughs> famously the source of many great '60s uh, albums. LSD and, is fine; <laughs> it opens up your creativity. <laughs> I just I need some lewds to get through the day. Mushrooms too, good uh, for mental health. <laughs> a doctor gave me one, and a shaman gave me the other. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, we go f- so yeah, we go from cracking cocaine and crack to alcohol. Yeah. Okay, well, here, before alcohol, can I also just say, I think the funniest spoken word on the album is cocaine. Oh, oh sorry. Crack. Let me go back. Because Let me play it. This, one has, this one's a little bit less of like, so remember, it's the, this is a pretty specific directive. Because nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. Also, a very lo-fi. There is help available for people who have a problem with cocaine or crack addiction. Have them call 1-800-COCAINE for advice. (laughs) And if someone ever offers you crack or cocaine, be smart. Just say no. Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And so I think if you do, do it, you should do an experiment. Brain, or I can too. If we slow, if we slow it down and it sounds cool, we should f- put that as a tag at the end of the episode. Just like here's our fucking oh yeah, yeah. here's our pitchfork entry remix. Right. So here's our vapor wave <laughs> re-edit of cocaine and crack. Um, yeah, but I like the I love the phone number. I one eight hundred cocaine. It's not a that's not a number you call to get cocaine. Let's be clear about you, that. Oh man, really? <laughs> I also one thing I want to say oddly is that in a rare, a very rare event, the YouTube comments on all of these videos are pretty funny and mostly pointing out, boy, this would be great to listen to while blazed. Sure, um, yeah. but in this case, somebody says how. Like, imagine a kid going up to their dad and saying, I think you have a problem with cocaine. You should call 1-800-COCAINE and get help. And they say, that would be the, the child's last words. Yeah. <laughs> Life over. What the fuck did you say about me? <laughs> or the guy starts calling it because he's just like, my fucking kid lied. They're not bringing me cocaine. <laughs> we need to look into what that number was. Yeah, the full history of when it was and that McGruff affiliated. 
Yeah, and why hey, was me. it? Wait for an, a human operator. <laughs> or it was him, and he just was fielding calls at his home <laughs> as McGruff. I've been there, pal. Hang in there. <laughs> I'm a dog. I sniff whatever's in front of me. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but I got smart. <laughs> Adults can get smart, too. <laughs> I'll come over. <laughs> we, we, I'll play you my album. It'll chill you out. I got some new stuff I'm working on. Want to get your feedback. <laughs> we really been ripping some bass lines lately. And there's time we can look at my screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> Did McGruff play all the instruments? I think so. Like Prince That's or something. That's what I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's firing drummers left yeah. and right. Fine, I'll just I'll do, do it. it. <laughs> when Paul told Ringo to move during the making of Back in the USSR. <laughs> Ringo also fired from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mugra. Uh, his resume looked good. I mean, the Beatles and what have you. I never heard of him before. <laughs> Didn't know what he was doing. Some British uh, druggie. He was all messed up in the brain. <laughs> but he did give me a good idea for a song. A song with the word no in it a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I know you should have covered the no, oh, no wow, song. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's a big missed opportunity. Well, we'll make him a gruff cover of the no, no song. <laughs> that's uh, the most Mike uh, Wheelhouse project there could ever that's be. That's my dream project. Uh, but the most, maybe the most Scott Wheelhouse. Otherwise, um, other, although... F- on the flip side, getting Ringo to cover a McGruff song, also a dream project. <laughs> Either way, it's a two-way street. But my, I think my personal wheelhouse is, is the song Alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because That's... what we have here is a child mascot, a ch- a ch- an 80s... <laughs> An 80s, 80s nostalgia icon. thing doing a song that is very clearly a Steely Dan yes. homage. This is straight 100% Steely Dan. Yeah. Well, it's just. Uh, Let's hear you go. Let me. Uh, I might. <laughs> let me just chill out here. I mean, this is. You got to get high to this. Yeah. Hey, open up your eyes. You've got to see. Guitar is right on. my point it is good it is really good yeah that, that's i mean that's more that's the most appealing to my musical sensibility but yeah. here's the reason why i found out about the whole thing because the podcast as i shouted out previously uh i found out about this from beyond yacht rock a podcast i'm very fond of that is a great way a great source of chill 70s 80s yacht mm. rock aor the kind of bullshit i like and uh, they're incredible cat uh, uh, catalogers of this kind of music and one day and they they do episodes called yacht or yacht 
where they decide is the on with a very mathematical scale does this mm. qualify as yacht rock or does it yacht and the the top the the hundred on a scale of one, zero to a hundred a hundred being what a fool believes the most yacht <laughs> song uh-huh. so you're calibrating backwards off of what a fool believes uh, um, and the, so this song uh, and over fifty is yacht and below fifty is not uh, this song I looked up. Uh, uh, totally caught me by surprise in the episode. Like I still remember driving around and like, what the fuck is this? And I don't think they even said it at first. Mm-hmm. Just like, what is this weird song? And then, oh my god, it's McGruff. And they then they ended up rating it yacht. Oh, it yeah. landed at sixty one on a scale of a hundred. <laughs> uh, an exact tie with Lionel Richie's All Night Long. It's, wow. as, it's as much of a yacht rock song as All Night Long. Wow. Well, that's... So that that's and they're critical. They'll throw shit down the drain. Right. Uh, uh, so uh, this is about as good of a tribunal as, as could have um, reviewed the thing. And, and yeah, it's it's legit Steely Dan. And culturally, like this was, so this is still 1986 album? Mm-hmm. Oh right? yeah, we're halfway through McGruff's Smart Kids at this okay. point. <laughs> so like this is still an era when everyone is smoking in the office and people taking liquid oh, lunches yeah. and stuff. Although mm. I looked up because I was like, well, didn't there used to be something about hard liquor ads on TV? And I had to stop reading because it seemed like a very interesting article I want to read later. But uh, there hard liquor. There was a ban on hard liquor ads until like 1994, and it was self-imposed by the liquor company. Like you would, they would. Oh, they were not yeah, advertising on TV. And then Seagram's broke it in 1994, and then kind of opened up the floodgates. I think there's oh. still a law that you cannot show like any alcohol ads until a certain hour of the day on broadcast at least i don't mm-hmm. know about cable former universal um, studios owner seagram's, seagram's yeah uh-huh that ties it back <laughs> to theme parks so finally oh thank god i i <laughs> if they i don't know like yeah it's it's always funny to see like the the psa's about alcohol and tobacco and then think about like so uh, the government has allocated money to urge caution and restraint on these things, but there's still a million politicians who get alcohol and cigarette lobbying money or like sure. jewel lobbying money, like e-cigarette yeah. lobby money. So it's, it's all really backwards, isn't it? And cigarettes yeah. not really addressed too much on this album. No, oh. Not nearly. I mean, they don't get there's there's an a dedicated cigarette song at least. Well, because co- all cops probably smoke because I've had McGruff <laughs> smoked like a chimney. Oh, oh yeah, you think I sound like this? Yeah. <laughs> the irony though of the chill ass, just that is a like Let's, literally last night I was drinking a glass of wine and listening to the song Alcohol. If you can believe it, let's give it a little more, like just because it's so. Oh, I won't complain. I yeah. can like picture a live concert. Tell you it's neat. The bass. Listen, there's the bass line. For what they say, let me repeat. What's going on? Yeah. Can't you see it can hurt you? Getting drunk for a thrill. <laughs> for real. real friends won't desert you. Don't you know it can kill? It seems so very nice. Ah, but you'd best be looking twice. Cause you will have to pay a price You're gonna lose Someday It's what no a reach good for when this you're drinking as a It won't show you the and way And he didn't go with the kids choir here hey, Yeah, I think it's maybe what I like it the most Yeah, yeah. Kids abandoned Being straight uh-huh. is okay 
The good little bass part at the end. Yeah. I can picture a concert version of this and in my head when it's just instrumental and he's not singing, he is walking over to a stool with a scotch and soda on it to have a sip. Like, I'm instantly imagining the live performance and someone, like, grooving along when they don't have to sing or play and, like, taking a drink. And then, like, yeah, one sec, quick sip, and then, all right, here we go, verse three. Yeah. Alcoholics are worse than terrorists. (laughs) Send Uh, them out of the country. <laughs> uh the this song feels like like there's uh Rolling Stones Miss You one of the best songs ever. There's a long version of it that's nine minutes and it's an extended jam version. Mm-hmm. This song could have six, seven, eight, nine more minutes of just free association like jazz guitar solo like it would be you would not get sick of you wouldn't get tired of it and that's how they that's how steely dan does it man you're uh yeah you're getting some bit you get big spoken word entry maybe this one is missing a spoken word entry yes but i want it to be some weird like about a a, you know about like a trip he took to the islands i don't want it to be about some phone number (laughs) um and then i met a little uh caribbean girl (laughs) A couple of bleary nights later. Uh, um. uh, well, when we do it live, we'll do a we'll insert a three minute like rap like in the middle there, sure, where he talks, and then another three minutes of guitar soloing, and then maybe a little more rap. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You know the locals. Uh, they you know they like to say I'm one of them, and I tell this story a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Second home for old McGruff. The Cabo I'm Wabo. there in my mind right now. Cabo Wabo K9. <laughs> it's like, like Clooney talking about that fucking lake. <laughs> that lake they all that they shot Ocean's 12 at by all their vacation homes. <laughs> well, that's how McGruff is in kind of an Ocean's posse with Smokey the Bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with, uh, the, with the Vlasic uh, pickle mascot voiced by Leon Redbone. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He doesn't have or as no, much it's of not a Leon cause. Redbone. Who is it? It's, what's it? it's like, uh, hey, cha-cha. Who's, who's the guy? Uh, um, the voices, he narrates Frosty the Snowman. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. Oh, or yeah, yeah. The, maybe the maybe the Vlasic voice Burl is not Ives? one of those people. No, he's, he's like a soft, <laughs> sweet kind of. Uh, um, I, hmm. I'll, while other things happen, I'll check into who voiced the Vlasic. Do you even know who I'm talking about? The, oh, I 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The, he's like the, a the stork or something? Yeah, he's a dignified stork. He's kind <laughs> of a, on par with uh, Mr. Peanut. They have a, a certain... Oh, he's probably in the game, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, dignity about them. Though, like, mm-hmm. the, like, Smokey and McGruff have causes... And Vlasic Pickle is more of a spokes. His causes eat pickles. Oh, right. don't Fair buy counterfeit good. pickles. I feel like sometimes he has that sort of like Ed Winnie voice yeah, and then I, other times. I do think he has different voices. I right. feel like there's a CGI one of him now that's a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. Bill Hader is Mr. Peanut now. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's one of the only mascots that isn't uh, uh, Chris Parnell. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. always all of them.
Working moms have way too many to-dos. Switch to H&R Block and have an expert do your taxes for you. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. And with your no-surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even meet with a tax pro in a Block office or online from home. So take a breath, moms. This tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com forward slash guarantees. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, okay. The next song is called Just Say No. And it's not as good as the other songs, but part one part of it is hilarious. So we'll just play. Mama, maybe other kids are doing drugs and saying that you really ought to come along. Maybe they don't know that Mama, trouble baby. will be staying So you know you ought to sing this song Just say no Taking drugs is really not the way Then to never hesitate Just get out on the double This one's a little busy And you know exactly <laughs> what to say It's lacking a primary Too many bells and whistles Just yeah. say no drugs don't waste time arguing with them you don't have to say why you won't take drugs just say no <laughs> just say no Just say no. 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 Just say no.
<laughs> I, think I, we saying, I, I think I'm just upset that the, the so much real estate was devoted to the, maybe the, the lesser. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I screwed up. I, we I can go back and play alcohol You can again. overlay that. Uh, what I was saying, you can overlay that onto like the music video sequences from Disney parades where they're dancing to Gloria Stefan at a new hotel mm-hmm. they want to showcase. There's a lot of, this is a yeah. real Miami Sand Machine vibe in here. I think the harmonies remind me a little bit of uh, Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Oh, the 80s update of right. the 60s harmonies. It's sort of a do you believe in love kind of vibe. So more great. To, I, I think I'm, I'm doing a little like kind of wine flavor profile Pear. thing here with this album. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I detect a little bit of a little bit of Huey with shades of Gloria. <laughs> like if you were DJing, you would maybe play that after. Yeah, I could you I could so see mixing vibe that going. into I by the way, I I talked about this when I was on Jordan Jesse Go, but I, how uh uh Jordan was asking me about how at, at my wedding, a real thing, uh, my f- number one, uh, one of the top moments of the wedding was uh, when the DJ successfully segued uh, into Erotic City out of the song Hot Drinks, oh. uh, the the Wendy's uh, uh, instructional <laughs> song. Oh, right, 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 right. It's a very like oddly good, it's a really a relative of I just was sent this. I was just texted Hot Drinks okay. a week ago. Had we not talked about it before? I don't think we have oh, i had man. never seen it yeah oh that's crazy oh yeah. yeah this was a huge thing in the in the fun of your dive basement and i and i there was a dj who bl- was a very good dj and bless his heart he was, he was he was nice and amenable to everything but he like i remember explaining so there's a couple songs that we really must be played and one of them is a song from a wendy's <laughs> training video and uh and he was like okay well you know keep in mind i do weddings all the time and you know you really want some crowd pleasers just to get you know grandma out of the dance floor and we were like i know but the kind of people who will be uh-huh. at this wedding and truly hot drinks tore the dance floor <laughs> up it was like a, such a dream because we always begged at funny or die like holiday parties like Will you just will you put this in the mix? Uh-huh. We're all gonna go insane if you put it on. And they always they just said no. Oh. And so that was our chance. And it was a fucking jam at the wedding. And then he segged it into Prince perfectly. Man, that's great. Incredible moment. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Dennis. The uh, phrase from uh, not not particularly pleasing. The phrase "hot drinks." Uh, <laughs> Have you heard the song? Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, all, yeah. I've seen all those Wendy's. Yeah, in videos. Up, yeah, because yeah. it, it doesn't sound. Like a cold drink sounds refreshing. A hot, you don't like a hot drink. Hot isn't really the th- aspect that you like of a. Unless yeah, it's like the in, winter. In the context mm-hmm. of those videos, they're talking about the how you as you a Wendy's employee would present coffee and tea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but and I the, think the, the fact, line to which you need to fill it up. Yeah, which <laughs> is a real safety issue dealing with boiling hot uh, drinks. Came to a head not long after with McDonald's. With McDonald's, and yeah, um, and it did turn out that McDonald's. Uh, cooking that coffee too hot it was yeah, way too, too hot yeah it's colder yeah um but i uh, uh i think the association with wendy's where i think fast food restaurant soft drink soda mm-hmm. and then the phrase hot drinks i'm just imagining like warm soda it's <laughs> <Hot soda. laughs> yeah. just the most unpleasant hot uh, coke thing. really <laughs> gets you going um, um although that is i think there are old recipe books or like cure-all things of like you know no not feeling well enjoy a hot doctor serve hot dr pepper like i have heard that and that sounds like something you would have had as a child well okay (laughs) (laughs) of course all right all right next we got we got we got a roll here uh next song is smart kids which i think is the song we were talking about before yes yeah and this is an intro 
Um, all right, here we the go. The song itself loses me a little bit. Boy, it starts. But the intro hot. is strong, yeah. say no because it's true truly it's true you don't need to do drugs and the smart kids know that it's true <laughs> so much true and they know that oh, it's wait, true wait, a little more sex. Oh. oh yeah double sex baker street style that's that's a delight that's fantastic i got nothing else there i just like i like yeah. that intro a lot um and well do you uh, I, the next song is my favorite what it's are we now replaced. We are now up to nine. Track nine, uh, the song "Make Your Body Last." <laughs> yeah, I think this 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 became your number one. It, I think uh, it's become my number one. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, uh, and I know that there's the the part that you're into specifically that I agree. I, I, I know you've hummed the melody. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just I it's think just it's like the, a little step down thing. It's very cool. Yeah, there's a lot of hooks. It's just like packed with hooks. I love a hooky song. The irony is sailed. We're just straight up. Oh yeah, this oh this is not this little part. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's no irony there. Uh, all right, here we go. Make your body last. It's not a song about sex, by the way. Thank God. It's about not doing drugs to make your no, body last. No, for that, last. you need Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. When some kids, other kids, are taking drugs and want you to play. Today, if we care, we really care about what goes inside you, you'll say. No way, cause it's your body, you've got to make it last, it's your body, treat it right, cause it's your body, you've got to make it last, it's your body, treat it right. That sax is great too. Yeah. Big hollow notes here. I think it's some hollow notesy. I'm getting some like out of touch. Uh, and this the sax feels very hollow note. And also the little cut up samples reminds me a lot of like uh, uh, adult education or uh, uh, I don't know how much you know the, the Hall and Oates I don't know that one uh, uh, but the, the little cut 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 like they're starting to do that kind of thing uh-huh. like editing the, the, the vocal samples yeah because um, you can hear the cut but that's a style and it's kind of cool sounding like it's cut off as yeah. opposed to just doing cut, it cut um, the people making these songs and the parents of the children listening to it likely uh, children uh, uh, had their youth in the 60s and 70s and probably destroyed uh, their bodies and brains with <laughs> substances and alcohol and well, cigarettes. Well, that's why they're trying to pass I, on this knowledge. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we did it. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> we still do it on the weekends when you're not around. <laughs> but we're gonna make you feel like shit. <laughs> There's a real... Can you go to the, the spoken word of that if you can oh, locate yeah. well, it? We can just keep... Uh, it's that's a real... One where, uh, uh, there's... It's an incredibly convoluted message. Yeah, I'm just going to play it word. through because I like it so much. Sure. Treat it right. 
The only thing you it'll always be in your body, so you have to be careful. Don't put drugs in it. Yeah. Not you in it. Don't it's, huff paint. Don't swallow gum. Uh, <laughs> don't put paint in your body. But he's also sort of examining like what is the self? What is mm-hmm. the body? You know, like it's it's a vessel to travel this this spaceship Earth with. <laughs> uh-huh. There is a theme parky message of like there is only one you. You know, you're mm-hmm. great. Yeah. You're special. There's only one uh, you. Well, like we're we're in brain bender territory again. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. If, if there's a little buzzy in our brain, he should not pick up a can of paint and shove it down uh, his twelve year old boy's throat. Yeah, it's also kind of like he's saying though, there's no afterlife. <laughs> We only go around this earth one time. I'm a humanist. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to go over this with you. You know, let's 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 hang and talk about it. You know, with drugs. You can find a lot more about it in the work of Kurt Vonnegut, a close friend of mine. <laughs> oh, Sh- shame what he's done to his body. <laughs> I that is, yeah. He, I, <laughs> I think he smoked uh, in the hospital at the end. Sure. <laughs> Get, yeah. Uh, what is interesting is that the, is McGruff's creator lived into his 90s and mm. he made his body last. He yeah. truly did yeah. like as much almost as much as you can do right now in this day and age. So mm-hmm. he was whatever he was doing, he was doing something right. But it's all very counter to, uh, you know, uh, Keith Richards. who yes. has done everything that McGruff warns against. He has not mm-hmm. treated his body right. He's just said yes. Uh, yes. I don't want to accuse Keith Richards of doing inhalants, but uh, I mean, I don't know about spray for sure sprays, but for maybe. sure. Yeah. yeah he probably. also fell out of a tree, a coconut tree and hit his head <laughs> and had to have his skull opened up to remove like the swelling from his brain right. for let his brain breathe essentially. Oh my God. Um, but don't he's fine fall out of a coconut tree, <laughs> but they're, Hey, they, the Rolling Stones are playing the Rose Bowl soon. So everything's fine with Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith has stopped drinking though. Oh, really? I read. Hmm. So that like he had gone down, I think from me reading some interview with him 10 years ago where it's like his assistant came in and poured a solo cup full of vodka at 10 a.m. or at noon. Yikes. So he's, uh, you know, he's maybe McGruff has gotten through to Keith at this point. <laughs> we're, we're saying that's why. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Did you guys hear the stories a few years ago when they were doing a reunion tour? Of course, they played like a warm up show at the Echo in Los Angeles, but they, oh, they don't their tell, I don't want to talk space, about that. You missed it. Their well, practice. I was in line. I got out of line because I thought my number wasn't going to be called. And then if I had just stuck around, they were giving t- like oh. they didn't have enough people. So if you were just there in front, you would have walked up and bought the ticket and gone to see them. Oh, my God. Wow. It's, a, it's a whole I hate it. I'm, I'm so mad at myself. Anyway, oh, but their their practice space was like in a warehouse or rental space over by the Burbank airport. And oh, like yeah. Other like people would be walking by because there were other businesses or other companies located around there and they were like who's playing the rolling stones so fucking loud and they're like oh it's the rolling stones Mm -hmm. and then i think they the other anecdote from that is that like mccartney was was like you know rehearsing in the same complex or in the same area so like wow 
all sharing walls with chili johns yeah chili <laughs> johns is shaking with the sounds of the stones in the big dog garage uh, <laughs> a lot of burbank uh, i don't know the big dog garage that's jay's jay's where all his cars are uh oh oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. isn't it called the I big see. dog garage yeah, it is oh, yeah, i didn't yeah. know that offhand uh-huh. i didn't know that that's a, a terminology unrelated to the apparel company we all love uh, <laughs> big dog yeah clothing. yeah big dog clothing, oh, right, right, yeah. which um, we usually wear when recording <laughs> yeah most yeah yeah we gotta start posting those photos yeah um uh, all right we're, we're heading to we're heading to the we end we got two more on this album <laughs> <laughs> how much more is there well, in the other <laughs> eight songs on right, the other album. Right. We'll see. We could. We'll see where we're at in the after these two songs, and we'll assess what we're gonna do. All right. So this song is called "I'll Decide on My Own." <laughs> Wait, no. no it's use it your cut, body. It cut back. Sorry. I'm doing this live, folks. I've done pretty good so far. Here we go. <laughs> And Jackson Brown or something. About what I was saying, it's like a good thing by finding cannibals. I know. Yeah, this part, the intro is more like. But this is my song. Don't ever make me. Yeah, this part. Don't ever shake me. Don't ever make me. Sex. 50s harkening mixed to the 80s. It's, it's that sax specifically that sounds like the Clarence Clemens. Oh, You're sure. a friend of mine uh-huh. intro, at least. But that song is, I, or maybe that's my least favorite. Because I it, agree. It sounds to me, it reminds me too much of like, you know, like Christian cassettes that I would have had to listen <laughs> to growing up. <laughs> um, we can skip that. You guys obviously go and listen to I'll Decide on My Own in your own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll skip to... Is there a single playlist that has these? There's a, a YouTube video that has the full thing. That's what I've ripped and listening to. But they're also oh, okay. have been broken up into singles. Though warning, make your body last on that particular dub uh, has has some cassette warbling issues. Yes, and I, mm. I should have no. I should have played. I should have ripped. Make your body last from the other rip of it, which was yeah taken from. I the screwed up. I'm sorry. Cassette. Uh, uh, it's really funny that we know that that we've gone into it and are aware of the varying audio yeah. fidelity issues between the YouTube copies. I'm gonna let you collate all as the links for this I episode started. for the description. Oh sure, it's, it's probably already done. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's all here. I'm okay. Good. Um, yeah, so I'm, I apologize to the listener. Uh, you, I'll we'll post the full high quality version of make your body last in a very steely dan move apologizing for audio fidelity issues they had to like one of their albums they had to put a big note on it like we are not comfortable with the way this way and it's like it's fine what do you guys right guys are maniacs hey they want to be just they want to be very professional and i get it Mm -hmm. Uh, so this song is called it's not one of my favorite songs either but i appreciate how weird it is yeah i'm glad i'm me is the song oh no, okay. Well, here, let's play it and then I'll say what I think's going on musically. Okay. I, I think it's a pretty fun ending. I like being me. Being me. And I know that you agree. Agree. It is so very true. True. You're the best at being you. Really you. Really you. Yeah. Yeah. I like every day. Every day. I can work and I can play. I play. Every day when it's done, done, I look back on all the fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> yes, I'm glad I'm me. Yes, I'm glad I'm me. Because 
My life is really great. <laughs> I'm gonna celebrate. Well, I'm glad I'm me. Yes, I'm glad I'm me. Because my life is really great. I'm gonna celebrate. Drugs are not for me. I'm so glad I'm free. Everything's fine. Everything's super duper. Drugs are not for me. You have to keep your body strong. Your brain sharp. I'm so glad I'm free. I like being me. Being me. And I know that you agree. Agree. It is so very true. You're the best at being you. Really you. Really you. Yeah. I like every day. Every day. I can work and I can play. I play. Every day when it's done. I look back on all the fun. Lots of fun. I guess it's. Yes, I'm glad. It's a man and a half left. Do yes, we keep I'm playing glad. it? I think we got it. Alright, alright. I thought you said the end is what you were looking for. No, 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 no. I, I, okay. uh, um, you had an idea of like what it's from. Well, I think I created a YouTube comment for making me... I mean, do you do you offhand know... Like, to me, it's very clear what they're attributing. Is it... I The very beginning, I was like a little Fred Schneider-y? Oh, sure. I, like, yeah, that's oh, what we I... Were at that, yeah, B- you're right. That too. B-52, absolutely. like shouting and kind of a little weird and rock lobster. Yeah. That was my thought. Totally. I think it's extremely Devo. Oh, it's super yeah. Devo. Right, right. And I also think that song with zero... Uh, a change of the lyrics or anything just give that to Devo they play it and you're like that's a really subversive song <laughs> because it's a lot there's a song called there's a song that's good and a song it's a beautiful world uh-huh. and the, which are both there it's like the exact same thing it's like so positive that right something's weird about it right uh, um, yeah I think they could just straight up and if they had straight up covered that you'd be like oh in a devilish Devo move uh-huh. <laughs> they uh, appropriated this Reagan era child's Song. yeah 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 i think yeah. it's a pretty good it's just behind dare to be stupid as far as uh devo <laughs> homages go <laughs> i was hard there's a lot of interesting moves in there the synth is weird yeah so i apologize to the song for saying it's not one of my it is good and the robot oh and the, man yeah when the, the robot, robot comes, comes in I, what, what's nowhere. wrong with me that's the great the robot's like giving him advice who is the robot why is it there if you were a great. kid and someone was like, you have to listen to both sides of this cassette, at a certain point, I feel like you'd either be like, all right, I get it. Don't do drugs. Like, can you tell me how to deal with bullying or something else I'm dealing with? <laughs> yeah. Or just like, okay, great. You've listed off all the drugs I would like to try. Now I know which drugs to try despite like whoever's making me listen to this. I know the differences between the types. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, you start showing up at school and saying, I'm glad I'm me. I'm good at being great. <laughs> that, then now you end up with a bullying problem. Yeah. Right. Your favorite teacher takes you aside like, hey, I don't want to tell you to not be yourself. But like... You- or you, maybe chill chill let's chill it out a little just calm that, down that is the scott gardner elementary school story big time like teachers trying to help me <laughs> like oh, just yeah. maybe don't just like like because i had a much more falsetto voice too so i'm coming in like like and talking about disneyland and like people are like i think you might some trouble might be ahead for you a kid is smoking and you're like hey you need to make your body last <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 
on, buddy. <laughs> as, but now I have the confidence to present, to proudly present myself as a good boy. Yeah, yeah. Publicly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Finally, I don't real. I don't fear repercussion. Uh, sure. Don't use those matchbooks to smoke. Use them to start a matchbook collection. <laughs> you could keep them in a large glass jar so you can see all of them, and it'd make a nice decoration for your room on a shelf. Do you, Jason, have a matchbook collection? I mean, just casually, but I use <laughs> <Casually>. them. <laughs> I thought you might. Yeah. All right. So we are at one hour, 20 minutes here. Okay. Oh, my God. So well, how, do we feel how like... is the is the, uh, number two? We could certainly make a meal out of number two, but we also could just go to the highlights. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to save number two for a future episode. Well, the thing is, there are four sides or four cassettes. <laughs> there are four-sided cassettes. It is four. This is cassette three. So there are two, a full other or three, excuse me, I believe three other cassettes that are not online that are Holy Grail. So we could just play a couple things from here. And then if a listener knows do where a, to find a more this full deep dive, right? We could also do more McGruff. Clearly there's a lot, there's a lot more McGruff to come. Yeah. Um, let's do, you know what? There are two songs specifically I want to play. Okay. So we're, now we're then, on to what, it, what is the name so of this, this is album? McGruff cares for you. The 1991 album that was exclusively available at Burger King. And is, and now, and from the title, is it him like on a velvet bed? It is a dr- like Levert. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little drawing of McGruff, and just says McGruff, and has a little little uh, magnifying glass. And then I, burger- if only it was him with a champagne flute, with a second one waiting uh-huh. for you, rose petals on the bed. <laughs> all I want to do all is write new McGruff songs too. I wish he was still around to like i'd be like i got an album for you and then i like it was a, like a late period mcgruff album you know like uh like a loretta jack white loretta lynn situation <laughs> sure. where it's like oh my god we, for, we forgot how good mcgruff was this is his return yeah to form. you need to warn kids nowadays about like vodka tampons like a child chorus <laughs> saying about, like <laughs> Don't uh, chuck yeah. beer in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't butt chuck. Butt chug. I know you found the movie it. Blockers. Blockers funny. Is really funny, but that John Cena is an actor. He's is that acting. A, is that a gag in Blockers? Yeah. Like years after. Yeah, of course, yeah. it takes like five years for something to end up in a movie. In fact, I'd recommend not putting a funnel in your asshole at all, <laughs> and for no reason, unless a doctor's doing it. <laughs> unless it's medicine to make your asshole better. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with your asshole. <laughs> hand sanitizer. Only use it for hands. <laughs> don't put liquids up your butt willy nilly. <laughs> Make sure you know just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a we need to make that song. All right. Uh, okay. So this song. I like this. This song falls a little more in line with what you would think the album would be. The songs are a little less good. It's a little more instructional, but there are some gems on it and there's still some good beats. This Have song, it your way. This song, <laughs> I don't think there is a Burger King. Like he goes, be nutritious. But again, once in a while, Burger King wouldn't be bad. <laughs> uh, Everyone deserves a treat. Hershey's chocolate pie for dessert, please. <laughs> so this song is called Alpha Better. <laughs> so here I'll just I won't even say anything about it. Here we go. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T 
this song's got a good groove that I like. Okay, gang. Let's take the alphabet letter by letter and with our street smarts make the alpha better. Hey. Alarms. They'll guard home against theft. Hey. No. Five. Yep. <laughs> no. Right you gotta listen though. Listen though. Hey. Jaywalk! It's dangerous! Cross at the light! Jaywalk! Hey. Exclamation point! Don't! Parentheses! And then when it comes to back here, I really I'm like sure the group again. Walking away. Yeah. McGruff the crime dog! Join with this team! Neighborhood! Keep yours crime free and clean! Oh! I hope S is skipped to the end Be of the alphabet. help at school! think a McGruff album would be a lot of things to be fearful of like a lot of things I worried about as a kid strangers home invasion fire drills but uh, I do think to play a xylophone xylophone. that beat is very Ariel pink that beat alone without the kids I think is a cool little groove yeah Um, but then the kids obviously take it down because it's like a child song the other the other novelty song that was played at my wedding was a boy band song that I made at Funny or Die with Nick Carosi and Charles Ingram Uh, uh, those are the two oddity requests and it has like a little rap part like boy band songs might have had and it has the exact beat where there's an X and you don't know what to say for it X is for the xylophone yeah there's a joke of like this was this is a, this is a little tossed off joke it's it's something i made oh, and mm-hmm. then he does it that is how he handles x yeah for real yeah we can play it <laughs> x uh, is for xander cage he protects us <laughs> <laughs> i just realized we have to play two more songs sorry They're, okay this, i don't know what that at least had a variety of topic matter yes not that just is, drugs and, and this album does have different topics now this song is so goddamn confusing and i will just say the name of it and i we will try to figure it out it is called who has zards z-a-r-d-s whoa they're stinky they're sly they lurk in neighborhoods they love to cause us trouble 
there all up Rhymes to no anyone? Good. This feels problematic already. <laughs> they lay in wait in unlit streets. They're found near schoolyards. Who are they? <laughs> they are those dangerous <laughs> conditions known as, as Zards. The stranger Sarge seems friendly when he offers you a ride for a dollar or sweet candy Wait. with a tantalizing smile. The stranger Sarge yeah, is tricky. Creepy. It can be a woman too, but she's still just a stranger and you know what to do. Sure, we're street smart and won't talk to strangers sitting in a car. It's kind of like octopuses garden. Yeah, yeah. The lonely Zard wants to catch you. It's a Zard. By I have no alone. idea. I don't know In this some term. Unknown neighborhood. Look it up. Where there's I think no this would have a slow down uh, area thing, thing too. Like yeah. it when neighbors drive you home from play, because then he can't come bother you, and he'll have to go away. Also, very experimental because it just switched a whole. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, this album is more experimental than the other one, I believe. The sweets. Every Zard acts different, and there's more than just I think they're talking about yeah, Predator. Yeah, Zard, Zard, Predator. Zard is not a term anyone has ever used or used since. The dangers of Slender Man. Yeah, you get the gist of it. Zards. I don't know. That's. I don't know if that was a term. Maybe he was trying to get to take off, and then somebody was like, "That's confusing. Why would you say that in a PSA?" Officer, a Zard is after me. Okay, kid. All right, you move it along. We need there's people here with real problems. Goes back out police station. He's <laughs> a man captured by Zard instantly. <laughs> Zard. <laughs> He's like on the phone. Mom, there's a Zard has got me. What are you talking about? A Zard? Very, you're very creative, aren't you, honey? Okay, we, I'll see you for you're dinner. You're just calling from Brian's house. Obviously, you're watching one of your little shows. <laughs> Let's find you someone trustworthy to get you home, like a wrestling coach or a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Always trust a priest. Always right, so trust a wrestling coach, Congressman. This li- <laughs> this li- this actually leads in to track seven. Strangers don't look strange, hmm. and it's a similar. Some of them do. Some well, of them do. This song spells it out for you, and it's a lot of kids singing. So again, it's not nearly as good as the other album song, but it is. You'll hear. Hi, kids. Hi, McGruff. I think the toughest job for me and for your parents is teaching kids to stay away from strangers. Strangers aren't people who look strange or dangerous. A stranger is anyone your family doesn't know real well. If a person has never been to your house for dinner, that's a stranger. If you don't know his kids or where he lives, that's a stranger. Even people you think you know can really be strangers. Let me ask you about different people and you tell me whether they're strangers or not. How about the mail carrier? I've known him a long, long time, but I guess he's really a stranger. I don't even know where he lives. Right. How about the uh, school crossing guard? He's really nice and he helps us. But he's not a good friend of my family. 
These people you see danger. every day? Yes, he is. How about Ranger. the woman He's who works right. in the ice cream store? Oh, Jason, that's a so friend. Not, that's no sort. Shut your mouth. So she's a stranger. She sure is. Is the school bus driver a stranger? I see well, him every is, day. Yeah. He knows my name, but my family doesn't know him. He's a stranger. Yep. He's a stranger. These kids are good. Is your uncle a stranger? I don't see him every day, but he's not a stranger. No, he's not. Sorry, we had Most to do this quiz. Are strangers. <laughs> people you have I'm to a, stay I've away been from. from. You my can't office. talk to strangers <laughs> because you only have to talk to the wrong one once to be in real trouble. Grown-ups know better than to try to talk with kids. So when you don't talk to a stranger, don't worry about it. It's not bad manners. Don't what? It's good sense. All right, here we go. There are people coming to this country who don't come from here. <laughs> They're not sending their best. Look stranger. The suburbs are hell. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, at the end of the song is and yell. Yeah. yeah. I wish it had echoed and yell, 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 yell. Yeah. Uh, well, I can. We can make that change. We can we remix. remix this thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I was interested that you. Do you believe that the crossing guard is not a stranger? Uh, it depends. I feel like you know. I I was. Um, you were upset with their classification of those people at the start as strangers. The I ice cream look, lady. But my mom would talk to like cross. Like there were like not a lot of crossing guards because we were in like suburban sprawl, so there wasn't. It was far to walk anywhere. But the, but the bus drivers, my mom, like all knew. But I'm saying even if McGruff's lesson is you see the crossing guard every day, you say hello, he seems perfectly nice. But if the crossing guard comes up to you and goes, hey, you want to come over to my house? You tell your kid, don't go to the house. He's a stranger. Yeah. You learn. I'm just trying to explain McGruff's message. But it is reinforcing like the world, you know. It sounds like the fucking water world of like I, you the know, world. I Dry was, land is gone. The world I, is covered. The oceans have taken back the planet. The suburbs I, are a war zone. I agree 
that my mother's raised me and I was too sheltered. But I think McGruff's lesson is good here. I think it's an important distinction to make that the crossing guard is friendly, but don't go with him. You've never been. We don't go to his house. He could be a, a secret pedophile. Well, I think they are. I mean, nowadays, certainly it's like I'm friends on the Internet or like I know them from Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, OK, the Internet is not. Uh, hmm. I think it's a weird message to convey via this like <laughs> soaring frightening mm, song i guess uh this like i'm trying to think what that it's i don't know it's like a scary like it's like a tears for fears outtake it's like really big and echoey and <laughs> uh-huh. frightening um it certainly is i'm just saying mcgruff is spot on with this message i think it is a good little distinction uh-huh to make but what a strange thing to do oh it's on bizarre a, it's terrifying album. and well, This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. It's the Smucker's Uncrustables Radio Hour with round soft pillowy bread filled with delicious PB&J. Here's your host, Uncrustables. Caller on line three. What's eating you? No one. Crust, is that you? Ugh. Uncrustables are the best part of the sandwich. Sorry, Crust. Do you have weak, damaged hair? New Garnier Fructis hair filler systems fill hair with strength seven layers deep. In just one use, you can reverse up to one year of damage to hair smoothness. The sulfate-free hair filler plus vitamin CG system gives you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. New Garnier Fructis hair filler is available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, Drug, and select grocery stores. I was just scared of everyone. Yeah. Well, that's like, fair. That's good. I mean, that's better your than Your mother nothing. raised you right. Yeah. Be afraid of everyone. Don't trust me. Be afraid of this tape, in fact. Yeah. Trust the people on Nick at Night. They're all long dead. <laughs> they can't <laughs> hurt you. <laughs> Maury Amsterdam ain't around to get you into a van. <laughs> oh, Maury Amsterdam. Not the first time he's come up on the podcast, I don't think. Maury Amsterdam. All right. So there are. I'll, I'll list the names of the songs so you guys can listen to them in your own time. We will dissect them on a different show, I'm sure. Uh, number two, Anger. Number three, Little Bit of Litter. Number five, Cool Rules. <laughs> number six, Buddies. And then the last track is number eight, Unique, about which is a very similar, like, send them off with a good feeling about themselves kind of a message. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I think you closed with the right one. That felt like the album closer yes that's like uh uh, this like terrifying unsettling notes that Mm -hmm. uh, echoes out uh Uh, and then with the word yell and a scary drone (laughs) after a bunch of like all the songs have had kids but that was a a frightening kid oh yeah and i uh, yeah and i think it's good i like that mcgruff was experimenting on the second i like that he didn't just rest on his laurels and do the same song type of stuff he did you know because so many artists do that and they just go back to the well McGruff was taking a risk there. That's not nothing on the first album sounds like that. Yeah. Well, McGruff's always been about shaking the box. Even yes. within an individual McGruff album, he's covering a lot of territory. Right. And that's what I'm impressed with. Having surveyed this whole thing, 
um yeah look he made that the, the last song is almost like industrial or something yeah after a bunch of he, you know kind of uh, uh, uh sort of marimba miami mm-hmm. sound machine kind of like it's he, like he, uh, M- uh, mcgruff's tin machine david bowie's tin machine you know they exactly was trying like something trying to do the 90 like he was trying to get ahead of the curve on a lot of these things and uh i if you become friends with soupy sales sons <laughs> diverting your successful career to make two albums with them might not be a good idea stay away from the sales boys <laughs> if, if there's later 90s stuff i would be interested if there's a song like i don't think there I, is but i would love not. to find uh, more. i i am a little so it's probably a little too early for this even on the burger king one that there's not a um i feel like there was a lot of like i knew about the aids crisis but i only knew the red ribbon i feel like we would do a lot of charity fundraisers for this sort of thing but net they wouldn't explain to kids what it was it was just a problem just go sell Hmm. those pizza kits so you want a mcgruff song explaining aids no not explaining (laughs) the full the full overview of it but i feel like i saw a lot of like the aids quilt the aids quilt would come around (laughs) don't get aids it's really not good for you. Your body, your, your body is your vessel, so keep AIDS out of it. But in turn, I just mean in terms of messaging towards children from the early to mid nineties of yeah. like drugs, mm-hmm. AIDS, uh, violence. We grew like, up with a lot of AIDS. Yeah. by nineteen ninety one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Post Magic Johnson. I don't know if there's any McGruff sex stuff though. I don't think there's any. Oh yeah, you know what I mean like. Mm-hmm. A first grader's understanding of AIDS is a little like it's. I, I get it. Like if you're talking to seventh and eighth graders, you yeah, that was the whole thing with me when I was watching AIDS specials in like a condom demonstration as a kid. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Right. I don't it's even confusing. know what they're talking about. I was the kid watching it. I mean, six or seven. I guess that's forgivable. But they're watching. They're putting a a condom on a banana i'm like so what's this all about then yeah. i don't and i think i asked my parents and they're like um they want to watch looney tunes instead yeah i channel. learned about the human body from rob liefeld comics so it took me a while to deprogram <laughs> myself from horrifying 90s uh hyper stylized comic book art i think oh, we all boy. for as comic fans we learned a lot about anatomy from the x anatomy well Incorrect your feet are anatomy. constantly pointed and uh, you have a lot of belts and pouches sure uh well <laughs> I think if McGruff, if there's a was a further album, he would have tried to get into grunge. Um, I I found something on the way out the door, and I'm just going to have to have you look this up. Do you know? Uh, you'll you would know what I was talking about already. If, if is there I, a McGruff grunge song? There, oh, 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 maybe. Continue uh, though. Okay, I'm going to need you to Google SoundCloud, or is it SoundCloud, or is it one of the other? I don't know. Just Google X crime dog X. Oh, I think all I, as I, one big. I think uh, I know what word. this is. Yeah. Uh, um. The, this is uh, and the uh, that's the artist and there is an album called 1984 through 86 and here's what this is there is a like there is a hardcore band from the 2000s yeah. that Wait. made uh, uh, a couple EPs and the and the EPs were called Take a Bite Drunk Kids Can Bite It and Bark Today what is and you know what you those want? EPs were. They were all covers of McGruff's Smart Kids album. Oh, wow. I guess I didn't realize that. Okay, have you found it? I can help look if you uh, don't. Wait, what, what's uh, the band it's, again? It's either a SoundCloud or a, uh, um, what's one of those other? X Crime Dog X. As um, soon as you said the phrase to 86. hardcore band, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they covered them. Of course, they would have covered the right, McGruff band. Because it's all anti-Reagan. Oh, here we yeah. go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh wow! Uh, so I just guess, click. A, I I sampled alcohol. If you I can make find your body last right here. Play whatever you're into. Um, Let's just get it paid. All right, kids. This is your last chance. Oh wow! I guess I didn't realize that there was actually covers of the songs. That wow. Kiss, that fucking whips. I that like fucking, it. fucking slaps. <laughs> they were, oh, I love it. it. They yeah. were a hardcore straight edge band. I think, okay, I wasn't sure about that element of it. Also straight edge. Okay. Uh, uh, because that's the thing with like, I was reading an article that referred to like minor threat and that was also, I guess a lot of hardcore bands are, are that. So it actually, so weirdly, the message is our, they are conveying the McGruff messages. Right. So they uh, like uh, the message. Earnestly, yeah, in some way. But there's also, it's, they're not the only, this is not the only time that McGruff and Punk have collided because there is a, a McGruff song by Jello Biafra and the Melvins, um, which I, I don't know offhand. But uh, uh, so McGruff has inspired right. musicians of all genres. Well, maybe one genre. This is the, the Melvins song. Let's hear it. idea yeah i don't know McGruff. if i do i don't know where yeah, McGruff you factored in uh, uh, inspires everyone i think um i just yeah i just love that McG- that that uh, mcgruff's musical reach is has been pretty far yeah um but let's keep it up that's I, the more more, yeah. genre, more more covers i think with the, i really do especially with that that oh, 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 that's we're asking for mm-hmm. that to be brought into current that like churches should be playing that song we should close like, a lot our live show with that maybe <laughs> i would like more noise to, uh, yeah i would love like fucked up or titus andronicus or monster magnet or something to do some mcgruff covers sure yeah i sure. challenge it, yeah any artist 
uh, worth their... Uh, we have a couple musician listeners, I feel like, that are in bands. Um, I don't know if they're on Patreon yet, but they should... We challenge whoever... If you're in a band... We take, challenge take you. Take your pick. Yeah. I mean, though, obviously, I would love to hear some real... I want to hear that extended alcohol jam. Yeah. But... Um, but we may have to do it also, so... Sure. Great. We may have to do the full tribute But album. we're also going to have to, like, you know, study jazz fusion for a while mm. to, like, get up to, mm. to get the musicality up. That's fair. That's some tough... That's some tough noodling uh, he's doing there. Yeah, that's true. McGruff himself, who I assume... <laughs> Right. I'm going to have to practice standing on the other side of a sound recording booth, smoking and nodding my head. A couple of years ago, <laughs> a couple of years shit. ago for my birthday, yeah. I just you rented, got it. I rented a rehearsal room and we just like played songs and everyone would switch off playing instruments or whatever. Maybe this birthday we do a similar thing, but it's all McGruff songs. We're going to have to figure we out. We have the to chords. learn all the McGruff songs and we play to, them. We have to learn how it. Mm-hmm. We have to learn the charts on this thing. Well, we'll see. We, you know, it's a lot to think about. We've gone. This is now we are almost to an hour and fifty minutes. Wow. All right. Well, let's get let's get out let's of here. Let's get out then. of here now. Uh, um, but that was you, you know with it with two entire albums to review. Yeah, it was bound to happen. Uh, hey, everybody involved in this these albums, great job, musicians out of the world, step it up. Let yeah. McGruff's confusing messages <laughs> rain and new songs inspired by his, me- you know, songs yes. about like making sure you're throwing disposing of old light bulbs properly uh, <laughs> or, you know, finding proper recycle mm-hmm. centers. Vaping is addictive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's update Just because it. it is candy <laughs> or tastes like candy. Don't do chew. It's not as it's not as relevant as it once was, but still, don't you, don't dare, Jason. Those Disney pins on Amazon are counterfeit. Don't you dare think about ordering oh, them and trying to trade them. Scrapper pins. The Pe- term is people scrapper were really pins. Upset I with you online when you said that you could buy Disney yeah. pins on Amazon. Uh oh, really? Well, yeah, that's real. Well, I because and you know I got this from other Disney blogs, like that you can buy bulk pins online and then use them to trade. But that's how then these scrapper pins get into circulation. Jason's I've been working with the Chicago Police Department <laughs> to rein in <laughs> yeah, the it's fake pin operations. Uh, <laughs> fake pins will soon have harsher punishments than child trafficking, uh-huh. as it should be. McGruff doing a sting with fake pins. He's got like one of those pin badges on for the Disneyland. Yeah, Land. I You're mean, under I don't, arrest, pal. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want collectors to take a wash on that. Uh, the the I don't particularly care about the line item on Disney's budget sheet about like oh we lost mm. thousands of dollars to fake pins. Like oh I'm not exactly sympathetic. Don't try to spin your way out of this one, pal. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get out of here yeah yeah right. this needs all right. to be you, done all right you hope survived. you enjoyed you, that you survived you survived the podcast arrived if there's a podcast you love make sure you're supporting it it helps them uh, <laughs> it helps them with the infrastructure they need yeah. like a wire splitter they had to start using so because they have headphones they needed like, to listen to McGruff songs <laughs> there's cords everywhere like what you hear tell your friend about it they'd want to hear a two-hour-long podcast about a 35-year-old album that almost no one has ever heard. 
five dollars a month for this content a hell of a deal and much cheaper than drugs <laughs> my voice is starting to go yeah, with it yeah, yeah, yeah. My throat hurts. let's bail let's get the hell out of here <laughs> treat your vocal cords right thanks for listening using crack and cocaine to get high that's what you say This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.